This is the Horse Radio Network. Greetings, everyone. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily, episode 1426, brought to you today by Wintech Saddles. Today's tip features Horses in the Morning co-host Glenn and Jamie, and they are joined by Dr. Janet Greenfield-Davis of Palm Beach Equine Clinic, and she's going to talk about the Certified Equine Rehabilitation and Performance Veterinarian Certification, what it is and why you should look for it. And we will get to our tip right after this from Wintech Saddles. You and your horse can enjoy all the benefits of a lightweight, splash-proof, durable, and easy-care Wintech saddle. Featuring world-leading innovation for your horse's comfort and performance, the care cushion system, and the revolutionary easy-change-fit solution. It's easy to see that Wintech is as serious about your performance as you are. Whether simply enjoying time together with your horse or competing at any level, there's a model in the range for you. Stop by your local retailer and have a sit in a Wintech saddle or find out more about the new and improved Wintech Specialist Confirmation Saddles at WintechSaddles.us. That's WintechSaddles.us. I would like to welcome to the show Dr. Janet Greenfield Davis from Palm Beach Equine Clinic. Now, she's been around the world a little bit growing up in California and then went on to complete vet school at the University of Glasgow. And then she became a member in the UK of the Royal College of Veterinary Surgeons. So you've kind of been there, done that. And you're also uh, involved with the Chi Institute. Good morning, Dr. Davis. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us. We have a uh, dear friend and, and a host of one of the, our shows that is at the Chi Institute, Dr. Wendy Ying. So uh, I feel like, uh, yeah, yeah, we're we're huge fans. So tell us, uh, we're gonna what we're gonna talk to you about today is the Certified Equine Rehabilitation and Performance Veterinarian (CERPV) yes. because you have a lot of letters after your name. So yeah. <laughs> So tell us a little bit. So really what that is, it's a certification. It's a six-month program, um, which I did through Chi Chi University. Sorry, it's not Chi Institute anymore. They are now Chi University. Um, And uh, it is, um, yeah, it's a certification in kind of a, a performance medicine and rehabilitation. And what we try to do with it is to notice I guess, deficiencies in the horse's gait or in a stance early on to try to prevent disease and use certain modalities um, and maybe, you know, stretches, um, uh, you know, laser therapy, uh, different movement exercises on the ground, on horseback um, to try to alleviate those deficiencies, you know, rebalance the horse and have them perform to their, the greatest standard that they can. So with all of these certifications that you have and the fact that you can probably see a lame horse from two miles away, is there ever a horse that you see in a video or in a pasture trotting by where you're like, wow, that one is 100% sound? Oh, yeah. There's, I think that there's, there's horses out there that just, they look fabulous and they are, you know, well-conditioned and, um, you know, they look, they look fantastic trotting out and you're like, I don't have any complaints. Just keep doing wow. what you're doing. <laughs> That's amazing. Because yeah, so, I know. So, 
Go ahead. It doesn't, I would say, I know, I, I think everybody feels something with their horse that they'd like to fix or change. But a lot of times, you know, they, especially for maybe the job they're doing, they might, they might just be perfect. How do you, wow. how do you spot it? You said you spot things before, before everybody else does. In other words, you're, you're looking for things that might be a problem later. How are you doing right. that? I mean, I'm not, I'm not a magician, <laughs> but, but I, I'm, I'm not saying I, I, I maybe would spot them any, any better than any other veterinarian would, but I may be looking at it in a slightly different manner. And I think that's what that, the course at Chi University did help me understand. Um, looking for asymmetry in the hooves or the, when they're walking one, one leg shorter than the other, which I think, uh, you know, most veterinarians would see um, as well as, you know, maybe sticking out one hip. Um, the, one of the most common things that I find um, is maybe when a horse has a hoof that's slightly bigger than the other. And it'll help me to understand that horse is probably offloading onto that foot. It's usually a front foot. Um, more so than the other. And I'll commonly ask the rider, you know, is this, this horse maybe, you know, like he looks a little left-sided, his left hoof is a little bit bigger, he's carrying his right hip a little forward. You know, um, does he, when you're tracking to the left, does he fall in? When you're tracking to the right, does he bulge out? And they'll say, oh my gosh, yes, that is my horse. I say, okay, good. We can correct, we can try to correct that so it's an easier ride for you and he's more balanced in his um, in his center of gravity and, you know, he'll he'll be more agile and perform better. Okay. Because I have that horse. How do you fix that? (laughs) (laughs) It's a long drive to Oklahoma for Dr. Janet. (laughs) Typically, well, typically I'll, I'll, um, I'll prescribe a set of, of just exercises for you to do while you're tacking up. Uh, I'll use the, I really like the, the TheraBand balance pads. Um, and, and they do make equine balance pads as well. And I, I, I feel bad. I can't plug them because I can't remember the name of the actual product. They do make one specifically for equines. Um, but I'll use them and we'll maybe put up the pad underneath the left foot to help them remember that they can stand with their weight on that right foot. I think the most important thing is to make sure, of course, that there isn't some sort of lameness going on in that right side. Um, that they're offloading onto the left or in the back end, you know, get a performance evaluation with your veterinarian, just make sure that everything, you know, if they look sound though, and everything flexes normally, we would just work on rebalancing and trying to make your horse realize that he can use that right side again without fear. You know, if maybe he was offloading from a previous injury or, or something on those lines. Is it called the Surefoot Equine Stability Pads? Oh yes, those are them. Yep, those are them. And they have like a, it's like a full set of pads that you can get but i typically start people off slowly and i'll use the theraband um ones as well but either either set are are lovely okay yeah. well i mean i'm not that i'm amazon shopping as we well and they're a sponsor of ours <laughs> too i might add sure oh, there, so, oh, yeah. there you go perfect yeah they're they're a lovely they're a lovely product and they um they, like i said they have like a gradual a gradual way for you to increase the difficulty of the pads as well as your oh. um, as your horse's conditioning to them. And some of our uh, hosts use them uh, on their Grand Prix horses, and, and absolutely love them. I mean, they, they just work. And it's a simple yeah. concept, and it seems like, well, how could they, standing on a pad, even do anything? But apparently it does. Yeah. It does. It does. And I'll use it a lot, too, for horses with weak hind ends, and we need to work on their ab muscles, because it's like, it's like us standing on a, a BOSU ball, you know, the one, those big rounded balls we use for humans, and mm-hmm. um, it's 
it's making you use, making them use their core and, and use the, the local muscles around the joints to help stabilize the joints as well. So you get a stronger horse and it's great for horses that are laid up to do these exercises. Um, even, you know, small, there's other, a lot of other stretches and ones that more so need to be demonstrated than talked about, but, um, to help the horses, um, just keep balance maybe while they're laid up as well. Um, you know, and keep, keep their muscles toned, um, and as, as well as, you know, theraplates and things like that that can be used to do that as well. Now, I've got to tell you, Dr. Davis, <clears throat> you sound a lot like my veterinarian, and she's got all those um, letters after her name, too. Uh, it's as well, huh? Yeah, no, well, here's, here's what we've decided, because listening to you, I feel like I'm listening to her, and she can walk up to my horse and say just, he bulges on the left as he'll dive a little bit to the right, all those things that you just said. And then she will adjust them or do some acupuncture or some chiropractic. And then all of a sudden it's, it's better. And, and what her technician and I have decided is that it's not that you're kooky. We've decided that you're a witch. And yes, I like to tell people that all the time. I tell them I'm just, it's magic. It's not magic. It's a, I'm a witch it's and not. it's black magic, but I'm using yeah. my power for good. Well, that, that, that leads me to the next thing with the Qi Institute, where Dr. Wendy teaches there, too. Um, and she's done Chinese medicine segments on our shows for years. What did you learn? You know, you went to the University of Glasgow. You were over there You in England. You went to vet school. You did all of that. What did you feel was the top thing you gained from the Qi Institute that was the light bulb moment that went, wow, they don't teach this in vet school? Well, keeping in mind, I did graduate 11 years ago, so the curriculum has changed some, and I think different veterinary schools maybe touch on different things, like U of F, I think, touches on more acupuncture than other schools do because they're near Chi University, but um, I I don't know. I guess that's a really hard question, but I think for me, the reason I, I went there to, to Chi was to learn a different way to treat and a different way to look at things. And I think it, it gave me great perspective. I don't know that there was, gosh, I think I lost the question somewhere well, along the line I'd, here. In my well, okay, so I'll, I'll, go, I'll go here with it, too. You know, one of the things I've seen, Jennifer actually has somebody from the Chi Institute that comes out and is doing a study involving her horse right now. Oh, great. Uh, Dr. Pasteur. Um, and she comes out oh, once. Yes, we love her. Yeah, she comes out once a week, and she's doing all of this alternative medicine stuff with Nigel, who really didn't have a problem, and that's what she's trying to, to – I don't understand it. I'm the horse husband. Well, I don't get it. Um, I do know it's not costing me anything, so that's, that's what I know. That's lovely. Yeah, exactly. But with it just gives you some additional – arrows in your quiver, right? I mean, being able to do acupuncture yeah, and er yeah. herbal medicine, because I think one of the things we get into with even human doctors is if they can't give you a pill for it, they don't want to talk to you because they really don't. Right. They don't want to talk to you about stretching. They don't want to talk to you about yoga. They don't want to talk to you about any of that stuff uh, because they can't give you a pill for it. They need it to be, uh, give you a pill in and out, that, that kind of thing. Whereas I have found that that tr Chinese medicine veterinarians tend to take more time with the horses too. And it could be a nature of the business. I don't know, but uh, then non-Chinese medicine vets. I think that, I think what she offers is that there's, like I said, I think it's more, it's a different perspective and it's a different way. Like, I think in veterinary school, you know, we learn about all the diseases and we learn a basic 
program for how long it takes tendons to heal and how long, you know, you need to keep them moving and you keep, you walk them and you walk them for this amount of time and you increase gradually, you know, and this is to help the tendons, you know, remain um, flexible and all that. But I think what it provides is just, it's just more like what we're doing with this course is just, it provides a little bit more and it touches on principles. I think from human physical therapy that we can try to use and transfer to the horses. I mean, they're athletes. We, you know, they're, they deserve to have, you know, more than just we get on and ride. And when you're, when you're lame, we stall rest and hand walk and that like we can do more for them. And I think that um, we're starting into that as a veterinary community. I think we're starting to reach out and, and use more modalities. And I, and I think that's really great. Um, I don't know that it's, you know, that us spending more time or anything. I think, you know, it might de- depend on the veterinarian. It might pretend, pretend, you know, might on the practice. Yeah. Every doctor is on the practice yeah. and every doctor is different um, even in human medicine. But I think it just allows, it allows just a, a little bit more in a different way to look at like, something that, you know, we, we Chinese medicine has been around for thousands of, of years and, and they don't teach it in veterinary school. You have to go out and seek it you know, to learn. And I think more and more veterinarians are doing that, aren't they, Dr. Davis? I think so. Yeah. I think the class sizes, I I believe even at university are are, uh, much bigger than they used to be. And um, there's more classes and there's other programs too, like IVIS. And I I believe there's one more that you can, um, to learn um, acupuncture as well. But I know um, it gives me it gives me a little bit more to use. I'll use my acupuncture sometimes even when I'm trying to diagnose a lameness, just doing a standard lameness exam. Um, I will use, if I have enough limb lameness, I will, I'll place needles in, this, in certain points to see if I can eliminate the pain and the horse moves sounder and, and better localized instead of, um, you know, the nerve blocking gets more difficult the higher up you go. Jamie, is that why you use your vet? Because she has these extra skills? I uh, like I said I I feel like she's a witch because these extra skills <laughs> she can she can see what is going on before she even puts a hand on a horse and now I know her well enough when she comes over and they start to lead it around I'm like okay what's the diagnosis don't waste any time like what is it <laughs> I don't I don't need you to waste your time or mine I know you already see it and you have to go through the motions you don't have to do that here just what is it and she'll be like well I think she's got EPM and then we do all the tests and sure the hell she's got EPM you know whatever it is you know what I mean like but she sounds amazing yeah <laughs> She is, but, but she does all the things you do. So you guys, you know, I, I think there's such a, a, an awesome thing about you and her, her name is Dr. Julie White. Um, there's the education that you seek. Every time she comes over, she's telling me about a new article or a new study that she's read and a new this, that. And, and, and you sound like the same where you're just constantly just the thirst for information that you have just to get all of those fancy letters behind your name. Good well, for you. I, I don't know that how fancy they are. You know, <laughs> but they're, um, you know they're, they're definitely very useful in my practice. And I think that I think the veterinary practice as a whole i think we're all very thirsty for knowledge and i know that you no know, I, I don't yes, i don't I do. agree with I do. that i don't you think don't all of you are that. no <laughs> I, 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 don't think so. I mean i know there are many veterinarians at my practice that read a lot more articles than i do um i think i read maybe a few different articles you know with Let the me- acupuncture but i think it depends on 
you know, what you're interested in and everything, but I think, or what you gravitate to. Dr. Davis, or you yes, are in Palm, you are in Palm beach. I'm in Oklahoma. The first veterinarian I had out here was Dr. Pole. Okay. So don't tell me that everybody has a thirst for knowledge when there's still veterinarians like Dr. Pole out there practicing. No, okay. But- but I don't think I'm, I don't think that acupuncturists are the only ones. So that's uh, is all I'm saying. <laughs> yes, I, I agree. That well, thank you, Dr. Janet. Fantastic. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us. And that about wraps it up for today. This is Coach Jen, and I will be back again soon with another tip. Until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements made by guests on the Horse Tip Daily. Please use your own judgment when listening to the tips on this show.